Hustle podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this podcast. Thank you so much for joining. I know it took a couple of extra clicks for you to get here, but you have no idea how excited it makes me that you found your way here. Now, you've been rocking with us for a little while. You know it's love all the way over here. First time here, someone invited you. You had a conversation with me. You decided to revisit. Thank you. With the most exasperated sigh that I have in my gut and even in my throat, I just thank you um, because you didn't have to come. And I just want you to know that no matter when you, um, if you decide to listen in just sporadically, a little bit here, a little bit there, or once in a while, or you are now just sold and you're coming back for more. I just want to let you know there's space for you here. And hey, there's always a little dose of perspective that, hey, that you can spread to help all of us out because it's a community here. So if it's your first time, welcome. Welcome to the podcast that was created to give you a little peaceful and positive perspective to help you get through those barriers that can have a tendency to hold you back and or hold you up, hence the midweek muscle. So joining right in, um, there was a quote, good people, um, that will, that kind of got me started for this week and I'll share it. But then right after that, we're going into for the culture trivia. So check this out. The quote came from a director, um, of a documentary called Katrina babies. And the quote was, or the quote is, how can you heal when you don't take time to recognize what is wrong or what's been done? End quote. And so again, uh, that is what, that's the quote that kind of set the pace for this week's episode. Um, and so I can't wait to dive into that with you. So before we get started though, get your brains ready because it's time for, for the culture trivia, get your thinking hats on. I only have five this week. All the other weeks I've been doing a little bit more to get you ready for back to school, but this week we're just at five. So get yourself ready, set, let's go. What state is named after a U.S. president? If I am prompt, am I always on time or always late? I saw a deer grazing in the grass, eating plants, not afraid of any hunters nearby. Spell the word deer. I played a couple of clips last week. One of those clips said, if at first you don't succeed, then you should what? Fill in the blank. How many states in the U.S. border, how many states in the U.S. border at least one other state? Please think of all 50 continental U.S. states. This week, you cannot tell me that I did not give you enough time to answer these at all. I am not accepting that for an excuse. How'd you do? All right, let's get to it. What state is named after a U.S. president? If you answered Washington, not Washington, D.C., but Washington, you'd be correct. Good job. If I am prompt, am I always on time or always late? 
if you answered always on time, because on time is what, what it means by being prompt. You'd be correct. I saw a deer grazing in the grass, eating plants, not afraid of any hunters nearby. Spell the word deer. You spell D-E-E-R. You would be correct, not D-A-R, as if as a term of endearment. D-E-E-R. Like an animal. Great. I played a couple of clips last week. I did. Yes, I did. One of those clips said, if at first you don't succeed, then you should what? If you got dust yourself off and try again, then you'd be right. If you said something like, try and try again, I'd still accept that. So good. Good for you. Kudos. Pat yourself on the back. Last one. How many states in the U.S. border at least one other state? Sorry that I had a little hiccup at first. If you answered 48, you'd be correct. Think about it. Alaska does not touch any U.S. states, nor does Hawaii. So I hope you did well. That was a quick bam, boom, punch. Five questions out of the gate. Pretty relatively simple. So I hope you had a good time with that one. Um, but good people, we're going to jump back in. So I gave you that quote, how can you heal when you don't take the time to recognize what has been done or what is wrong? And that came from the documentary Katrina's Babies. And one of the things that I wanted to highlight is not about the term healing as in therapy or, you know, uh, getting over anything in particular, but rather I wanted to talk about this concept of like going through challenges, right? And when you're going through challenges, it can be hard to gain or garner a little bit of perspective. And so one of the things that I wanted to talk about this week is the the most underrated superpower that we have. And you're probably wondering like, wait, underrated superpower, what is that? <laughs> and I'm just right out of the gate. The most underrated superpower that we have is the power of being able to change our minds. So let me, let me tell you what I'm talking about. I talked about this in uh, season five, episode 32. Um, and I think in my mind, it doesn't hurt to revisit this topic because I think in times of great challenge, which we may or may not be going through. So this doesn't, uh, this isn't to forecast to all, but some of us may be going through a hard time. We need to be reminded of what is true of us and those that are around us. And so I talk about this idea of we can change our minds. Uh, because, and the reason why I think that's a superpower is because our minds can change our actions, our actions can change our habits, and thus our habits can change our realities for the future and beyond. That's why it's so powerful. And I mean, I want to double down on why this is important or so important for me even, right? If you, if you think about some of the things that we can change our minds on or that others have the ability to change their minds on, you know, your thoughts on other races or cultures, um, overcoming uh, mental health uh, challenges or disorders such as overcoming addiction, um, changing pathways of those streams of negative thoughts, and opening up our lives. Now, I cannot even begin to express to you how how much something this little the the ability to change your minds can be radically significant to changing your disposition or your outlooks on this thing we call life. Uh, don't believe me. Here's a couple of doctors to highlight what that looks like. 
That change is called neuroplasticity, the brain's ability to modify, change, and adapt. All right. Oh, my God. So that was a lot, right? But it was good. Okay. So if you didn't catch it in the clip, neuroplasticity, what is that? And what do we even think about it? Okay. First, neuroplasticity in and of itself can be viewed as a general like umbrella term that refers to the brain's ability to modify, change, and adapt both structure and function throughout life and in response to experience. It's the brain's natural ability to reorganize itself by forming new neural connections throughout life. Neuroplasticity allows the neurons or the nerve cells in the brain to compensate for injury and disease and to adjust their activities in response to new situations or changes in their environment. Research from 2017 actually suggests good people that music, especially when combined with dance, art, gaming, and exercise, helps promote neuroplasticity, and it can improve movement and coordination and may strengthen some memory abilities. So what are we saying here? Like the brain has this magical ability to rewire itself based on the experiences that we expose it to, or that, well, let's quite frankly, that others expose to, expose us to. So not all experiences are, come from you creating them. Uh, Sometimes we walk into situations or we become victims of certain situations tragically, um, and we form, um, neural connections surrounding that experience. It could have been a festival. And now because something tragic happens, I no longer want to go to festivals. It could be because I had a near drowning accident that I never really want to um, go near water or a pool, right? So some things happen as a result of what has happened to us. However, we can expose ourselves to certain environments or certain situations that allows the brain to rewire itself, hence changing the mind, literally. So I I was able to pull up some research, right, from 2012 to 2019 that suggests there are actually six ways in which we can, in fact, rewrite patterns, and that's the quote that they use, rewrite patterns occurring in our brains to improve how we, how we do with wellness, how we do with our outlook and how we do with just shifting perspective. Right. And you'd be, you might be surprised at what number one is number one, playing video games. Can you, can you believe that? Okay. So here was what they say. Playing video games, it involves uh coordination, visual recognition, Uh, It it improves reaction times, reasoning, decision-making, and problem-solving skills alongside of resilience, cooperation, and team participation. It says that playing video games can help in recovery from things like failure or bouncing back from setbacks, right? Creative thinking in line with exploration of new ways to get to the solution, right? Pretty cool. It says... um, The research says that those effects usually don't kick in until around 16 hours of gameplay. And so please, if you're a gamer, do not go onto the game thinking that after 16 hours, I'll reap all these benefits because that is not even 
recommend it. Not all at once. That is not even recommended. Not at all. Um, so yeah, like what they're saying is like, you know, if you do it a little bit here and there, like eventually after a few hours of play, you, you will adapt some of these benefits, which was pretty cool. So maybe we should shift how we're talking to young people about playing video games. Maybe it's helping them in some regards. However, if overconsumption is what's got them hooked, then that's a different story, but I digress. Number two, learning a new language. Okay. This one is on my list, right? It's called boosting gray and white matter. So gray matter in the brains is associated with language, attention, memory, emotions, motor skills, increased gray matter helps with all of those things like language, attention, memory, emotions, motor skills. White matter though, leads to stronger problem solving and creative thinking, improved vocabulary, greater reading comprehension, and increased ability to multitask. Hmm. I think I can use a little extra dose of white matter, please. Um, unfortunately, we don't have to ask for it. We already got it. We just got to strengthen it. Ah, uh, duh. Um, even the scientists and researchers say that even if you only tried things like, or apps like Duolingo or Rosetta Stone or Babbel, um, by sticking with it for a few months, even if you only study 15 to 20 minutes a day, you can still, uh, achieve benefits of increased gray and white matter. Number three, make music. Okay. Increased mood. It is contributed to increased mood, learning and remembering information, concentration, and focus. It can improve movement and coordination and strengthen memory ability. Uh, it can also relieve emotional distress and improve quality of life. Research from 2015 suggests musically inclined people have better audio and visual perception. Well, duh, because they're musically inclined. However, they also demonstrate greater focus and attention, better memory and motor coordination. So by getting involved with a little bit of musical skills, it would help with maybe increasing your mood, your learning music, something new, and remembering and recalling information, which is pretty dope. Number four, travel. Okay, don't hate on that friend that's always on the go. They're on a mission and they're reaping the benefit for their overall health, whether they knew it or not. Jeez. Visiting new places, good people can expand your worldview and grant ding, 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 new perspective on things closer to home, like goals, your own personal goals, your friendships, or your personal values. Um, not you being caught up in the, the, traps of winning certain arguments at work. Like I told them, cause you know, they be mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. by traveling, it gives you perspective. So even if, and this is a side side plug for those of you who cannot get out to go travel right now for different scenarios, financially, just whatever the situation may be, that's cool. Researchers also suggest a couple of things like walking through a new neighborhood maybe one that's not your own, go for a long walk, um, maybe take a map or make sure you have a full phone battery, maybe download a podcast, <laughs> maybe re-listen to a couple of episodes, but don't forget your directions, right? Maybe do your grocery shopping in another part of town, you know, explore what they have on their shelves than your typical grocer. Um, maybe going for a hike at a local park. 
or do doing virtual travel with Nat Geo because we love Nat Geo. It could be great, real great. I encourage you to go outside and do those things, not be on virtual reality, but hey, whatever works, right? I'm not distant, <laughs> whatever works. Number five, y'all know me, good people. I will double down on this tip. Exercise, exercise, exercise. Number five is exercise. First of all, it helps with learning and memory. And according to research in 2018, I told y'all, I told y'all there was a range. According to the research in 2018, it improves fine motor coordination and brain connectivity. Also, if you happen to exercise in groups, there are social benefits too. I mean, I can spend an entire episode and I just might spend an entire episode on exercise, but not today. I'm not going there. You're welcome. Speaking of exercise, good people, I actually did a calorie challenge this past week on Saturday and I burned after seven classes, seven, oh, some of them were only 20 minutes. Some of them were 45. So they weren't like super extensive classes and it, it wasn't just one full class. Um, I burned after seven classes, I burned over 1500 calories once all of those workouts were done. And that was wild. I managed to come in last place or second to last place, which I'm not really tripping. Um, But even as I think of it this morning, right, I still have body parts that feel a little beat. (laughs) They're a little beat up. So long story short, I competed against some super mentally tough people and and strong people. And I was happy to do it, right? I tried new workout moves that I never tried before and focused on like my form. And when I got really tired, I focused on pushing through the push. Uh, I focused on breathing, right? And, And I learned a lot and did a lot to which I am incredibly proud of myself. You'd never believe that I burned more calories in yoga than I did with like weights and CrossFit stuff. Just um, crazy. Anyways, um, back to the tips. Number six, are you ready for number six? This may also make you excited to hear. Making art can improve neuroplasticity. Making art, drawing and painting pictures can enhance creativity, obviously, and improves cognitive abilities. Who knew? Artistic pursuits create new pathways and strengthen existing connections in the brain. What if you don't do art? Okay. Hey, good people, there's YouTube. If you don't know how to do something right now, all you have to do is type in and Google how to do, and it will explode with videos, tutorials. If you like to read, there's reading articles. If you like to watch, there's videos. You could do this on any internet browser with any default search engine. It's out there, right? Um, A student that I was working with on Monday, a student showed me a book that they're working on, how to draw diverse manga. Now, manga are those like cartoon characters that look like kind of edgy and cool. You see them in anime, um, but not always like the the best manga that I can think of uh, that may be like across the board would be like boondocks. That's, those are kind of like manga characters, even though not all of them are, Um, but they're widely popular in anime genres of, um, video film and comic books, but either way it goes, he had a 
draw, how to draw diverse manga design and sketchbook. And so I know there are still books out there on how to do things too. And I thought it was really cool. Last, if you're like, yeah, I still don't feel like I would want to do that. Doodling. Consider doodling drawing. Yeah. You know, like the mindless doodle in the top right hand or left hand corner of your page that you did in your last meeting. Yeah. That one. Uh, those actually do improve creativity too. And they disrupt unwanted habits like chewing on your nails or, or pencil tapping or leg tapping, right? It helps you to find new solutions to problems and promotes relaxation while you're listening. It's like the only thing that will allow you to do that at the same time where you, where you've heard everything the person is saying, if you don't completely zone out. I think it's incredible. And I also share that with you. So there you have it. Those are six ways in which we can increase neuroplasticity, the route and the pathway to changing our minds. And it seems to me that going over these ways to rewire the brain can help us step outside of those challenges that might be upon us right now um, that can also come with the the days of of just going through the day to day, right? Uh, this going over the ways to rewire the brain can also help us to embrace that the brain is powerful. Y'all good people. Uh, the brain is powerful. It is capable and it is willing if you give it the space to thrive and also give it things to do. And the key word there is do, uh, it may require you to break through some of those. I feel silly or I feel stupid thoughts, right? Cause those are barriers, but it can lend itself to incredible results if you just try. Um, and good people, I will say this, but a changed mind is powerful. It can unlock pathways to not only your health, your overall health, but to a better utilization of the mind and what it was literally wired to do. Evolve. Experts um, in this area previously believed that after like a given point in your life, you you know, you may not be able to, or you could no longer change or develop yourself further. But now with current research, they know that this isn't true. That's why I said the brain is powerful, good people. With a little bit of time and a little bit of patience, you can, no matter your age, rewire your brain, which may help with certain mental health symptoms and protect against cognitive decline. When we talk about like, memory loss or, um, uh, any other sort of cognitive decline that we might experience as we age. Those are all things. So good people go play a game, do some art, make music, dance, doodle, learn something or go somewhere. And once you do, I'll meet you back here next week. I love you guys. I thank you for giving me an ear today. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you change your mind on something, whether it's big or small. And and I hope you go and do that thing and watch what happens. I'd love to hear your thoughts and your words. Send me an email, jz at themidweekmuscle.com. I'd love to hear how it has changed your mind or changed your perspective. Or drop me a DM on one of the socials at the Midweek Muscle. Um, hey, be well, my friends, and I'll see you next time next week. And as always, let's go.